2021 was actually a really crazy year for me. Uh, before I wanted to uh, share a story with you before I share the stories. Uh, 2020 was a really rough year. Uh, that's why the 2021 made it so special. Like uh, I started doing comedy end of 2019. Um, brand new. Yeah, brand new. Yeah. And uh, before I did that, I was a professional bodybuilder. And um, I was really depressed for a long time because... I just was a good bodybuilder, was never talented enough. It's very mm -hmm. about having the talent, you need to be the best. So when I started doing comedy, I realized I have a talent for it. So that was like literally October, November 2019. So I was started doing comedy and then everything got shut down. Did so, you know off, off the back you were good at it? Yeah, okay. because... Uh, the first time I went on stage, it was like a showcase. Like they, I had like a two or three hours uh, workshop in the comedy club and they put everybody on stage. And the first time I went on stage uh, was already the owner came to me. Everybody like, is this your <laughs> first time? I said, I, I was my first time holding a microphone. He said, this is insane. Mm -hmm. So then I did a couple months comedy and everything shut down. And I was so depressed, so I started uh, doing, again, bodybuilding, even when I was really depressed and didn't fulfill me anymore because everything was closed. Mm -hmm. There's no way in a pandemic to do comedy, obviously. And then um, I came back doing comedy when everything started opening up, and I was just didn't know what should I do in my life. Like, I, I needed a sign, you know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't know if you should do it or... You should do something because doing comedy is not easy, you know, mm -hmm. it's especially as a job. Not many people make it to a working comic. Message. Yeah. And um, <laughs> then uh, end of the year, I was literally like, I didn't know what to do. Uh, the craziest thing happened. Like, this is like, uh, I think that was the biggest sign in my life I could ever have. So before, Russell Peters is a, was always a big inspiration for me. I was watching his stuff like all day long. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Russell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, then my wife bought me tickets for Russell Peters concert uh, show okay. in January 2021. And uh, because she knew I, I'm his biggest fan. I, I was so such a big fan. Mm -hmm. So we went there, we went a couple hours earlier there because we wanted to sit in the front row mm. because, you know, he does a lot of crowd work. Yeah. I just wanted that he you makes wanted fun him to of roast me. Joe yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I'm that kind of person. Right. I love being roasted. Right. It's fun. Okay. So we went there a couple hours before and we were on the front row. It's not possible to be closer. Wow. So he walks out and he doesn't even say hi to anybody <laughs> or he walks out and say who the fuck put that wall in front of me? <laughs> and then he started literally 10 minutes dissing wow. me, like 10 minutes. Wow. Are you just getting off at that point? Just roast yeah, me, Russell. Like, oh, I was like, Give I it was, to me. Oh. I was like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. like somebody like him, my idol, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, it was right. like so unreal. Right. And I went to the event, like, I hope I can do a picture with him, even when I thought it's not going to happen. Right. Because it's never happening. Yeah. 
So, and then he asked me then, what do you do for work? And uh, by then I was like, I'm, I'm a comedian. Okay, you were already owning yeah, it at that point. Yeah, and then okay. he and he thought I'm giving him shit. Yeah, like you're trying to be fun, yeah, funny with him. I'm trying to right. be funny, you know? <laughs> right. he's, and then he's angry, walks away. And then comes 10, 15 minutes later back, he said, seriously, what do you do for work? I said, I'm a comedian. <laughs> and he's still like, he's like, oh, I, I want to see a big ass on stage. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so that was the 7 p.m. show. He said, you know what? You're going to open my 10 p.m. show tonight. Oh, wow. In front of the full crowd. Wow. Like improv, Tampa. And it's in Florida. I, in yeah, Tampa yeah. I thought uh, he was joking. Right, you know, like right. who, who takes that uh, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. And his show is over, and he goes to his assistant. He says, hey, bring him to the green room. He's going to do the 10 p.m. show. Right. And we, me and my wife, like, we still, like, we were in a dream. This is after the show now. Yeah. Like, we were like, I just wanted to do a picture with him. Right, right, right. And now we're in the green room with him. Wow, wow. And then he's like, you're going to go up tonight. Wow. I said, I, I, like he 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 just wanted to put me on to see how I bomb. Yeah. Because he thought I'm just right. being an asshole on right. stage. Right. So you fix your heart on. Yeah. And then you say, oh, "All right, I'm, no, I'm ready for this." Shit, I'm right? ready. <laughs> like I I, I practice yeah. for this right. a long time. I I'm from bodybuilding. Like I am a, all about the reps. Right. When I practiced that five minutes. A whole year. Yeah. That was my first year. I right. worked on a tight five minutes wow. because I knew. When I don't have a tight five minutes, then I don't have anything. Right. So we were hanging out. I'm like in a dream. Like right. my wife tries to talk to me. I said, I, <laughs> I even don't know that's happening. Right. I'm like already somewhere else. Right. And like sold out again. Damn. 500 people. Damn. I'm like. A lot like, of pressure now. Yeah. I, I'm, right. like, I'm there like, oh man, it's like, <laughs> I go up and I killed it. Like. Wow. I have the video on uh, YouTube. You s there is no second where they don't love. Yeah, yeah. My five minutes was so tight. Yeah. Like, I didn't give them any silent Tighter minutes. Tighter than your shirt. It yeah. was tighter than oh, your yeah, shirt. Tighter okay, than okay, shirt. okay, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And nice. then uh, I come down, he goes up, and he's like, damn, I thought this guy going to bomb. Wow. He's like, I just put him on that he's bombing. And right. uh, He said he was better than all my openers wow. I brought from L.A. Wow. And then I was still like, I couldn't believe what's happening. Wow. Like, I'm in the green room. I was like, is that really happening? Right. Like, I don't understand. Wow. And then we partied together, like had some cigars and drinks. And, he, and he's like, you want to come on tour with me? Come on. And I was like, I was literally discussing, should I really do comedy <laughs> or not? Exactly. And the next moment, wow. I, my idol invited me to, hey, you want to come on tour? I pay you. Wow. Like he paid my hotel, everything. Get out of town. Yeah, like to Atlanta, Naples, Miami, wow. Chicago. Man, wow. That's incredible, bro. Yeah. And then I like it, the crazy thing is we were in the, during the night. He literally calls his fiance. Hey, babe, you need to listen to that. There was a big motherfucker. I put him on stage. <laughs> he told her, called her twice to explain it to right. her. And then uh, he like, give me your phone. I thought he's going to do like a selfie or something. Right. He put his number in it wow. and texted himself. Wow. Yeah, you're going to come on tour. And like we woke up next day. I still think it's right, a dream, you know? Right, right. I woke up. I don't think that happened. Right. I'm looking on my phone. Russell's text message. I think that really happened. Holy shit. Yeah, no, that's, like, that's crazy. Yeah. And how long? Well, this was 2021. It was January 2021. Wow. Literally one year in, in doing comedy. Wow. 
You know, that's 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 incredible, bro. Because, you know, typically for comedians, you really gotta put in a lot of hours. Yeah. And I know you put in the reps, bro. Obviously you're putting in reps somewhere yeah. in this motherfucker. <laughs> but it typically doesn't turn around that quick, even yeah. if you put in the reps. It's ten thousand hours, ten years before you even can run into those type of opportunities. But yeah. I think there's something dope about what your about your story. The fact that you were intentional about sitting up front. The fact that you were intentional about saying, you know, I'm, I'm willing to embrace whatever comes with this process, yeah. and you were prepared enough to, uh -huh. to have it. So when your moment comes, you got to be ready. And I think that's what you know. A lot of comics got to understand is stop trying to beg to get on this. Go run behind this guy. Go beg for your opportunity. It's like you got to put in the reps and then be ready because your yes. opportunity is gonna come. Your shit just came real fast. Oh yeah, man. It was. Imagine <laughs> I had one kick in a half year. After that Russell thing happened, I had like 12, 15 gigs a, a month. Wow. Like everybody wanted to book me. If, uh, I don't know why, you know? Yeah. Before nobody wanted anything yeah. from me, now everybody wants to book they me. They want to be your friend yeah. now. Hey, go, you know, yeah. Go, bro. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. So I, I, no, I noticed when you went on, on tour with him, you did this, some of these shows, you did Atlanta. I saw you at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. Yeah. Bro, I was telling him before you came here, I was like, he was at the Atlanta Comedy Theater? That's an urban yeah. crowd, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's another cool thing I like about your style of comedy. It works for everybody, oh, yeah. no matter what room you go to. And you know, as you've seen some other, some of these other shows, you know, typically black crowds, we don't give laughs away that easily. Like, we oh, make yeah. you work for it. So if you can go to Atlanta and put in some work, oh, and you've I already mean, hit Laugh After Dark stage, which uh -huh. we've got a pretty mixed crowd, but, you know, black people, we definitely in the oh, building. Yeah. And you do well at our shows, too, man. What do you what do you think it is about your your comedy that allows you to really hit hard everywhere? Or in I think uh, Russell said the reason why I'm good is it's because I don't play anybody else. I said, you are you on stage. Mm. So, uh, because I'm likable on stage, I can make also fun of black people. I can yeah. make fun of everybody and people. Yeah. Like last time at Love After Dark, I made fun of the of the drummer of the like of the whole band in the yeah, background. Yeah, 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 yeah. I made black jokes and they yeah. were laughing. Like yeah, nobody yeah. was offended because right. it doesn't come from a negative place. Sure. I just want to make people laugh. Sure, sure, sure. There's an art form. There's an art yeah, form. Yeah, I think sure. it's always the tone how you say something that makes it racist or not, you know? Right. Like it's how you say something, what's your intention? Right, exactly. And that's a simple concept that some comedians still don't get. And they've been doing it for 10 years. Yeah. And they still can go up there and say something that's obviously just disrespectful and yeah. you know racist or, or racy. So it's good that you understand a simple principle like that. Um, so a short time span in, in, in comedy, I mean, but let's go back a little bit further. Because your big strong ass just didn't come out here and just say, I'm going to be a comedian. <laughs> so you're originally from... Switzerland, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm born and raised in Switzerland, but gotcha. my parents are from Turkey. Gotcha. Like I always say, I'm like a Swiss turkey sandwich on roids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what was life like before you even came to the U.S.? Or how long have you been here? I'm here since 2017. 2017, okay. Yeah, like now this month's going to be, I think, five years. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. So still relatively newer, yeah, learning yeah. the country. You've seen a lot of the U.S. since you've been here. Yeah, I saw a lot of states, you know. But that comes also with... As European, you travel a lot. You know, in gotcha. America, you most people know their own state. They never travel around, but right. there's so much to see. Right. And uh, I mean, back before before I did comedy, everything was about training, eating. That's what I was gonna ask. What were you yeah. doing before before comedy? Was it just, just training and training, eating, eating and uh, coaching people? But it was like a, I was often a dark place because. When you are not made for something, but you force it, it's very hard. Mm. I think that's what 
a lot of comics are depressed because they try to force it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just not meant to be, you know? Right. Like, right. I uh, I listened one time a doctor who was talking about penguins. Mm. You say that, right? Penguin in English. Yeah, yeah, penguin. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The, the, when you look at them and they walk on the land, they are just weird animals. Mm-hmm. They don't have hands. They walk weird. You think, like, that's a, f- a weird animal. Right. Like, what's his function even, you know? Right. Like, you feel bad for Can't him. Fly. Yeah, you feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah. But because he's not in his element, when right. he jumps in the water, yeah. he's the fastest animal in the planet, wow. most efficient swimmer in the planet is mm-hmm. a penguin. So it's about being in your element. Yeah, that's why he in his element he's the best. Right. When you su- see him do something else, he's just awkward. Wow. Let me find out you preaching in here, Conan. <laughs> that's the whole message yeah. right there. That's the whole yeah. message. That's true. That's about finding your element and knowing. What's for you is for you. Yeah. Sometimes just even like relationships, you try to oh, force yeah. the wrong relationship, it's awkward. You yeah. look crazy out here. You know what I yeah, mean? You so. should happiness. You know when you in a relationship where sometimes you even the re- people change in a relationship, right? And then it doesn't fit anymore. You just need to accept it instead of like I'm coming from a culture you you are married till you die. Mm. Like Turkish culture, there's no I'm gonna get divorced. Like mm. my parents, they fight it always. And they always figured it out. Nowadays, like, you don't need to. When it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. Right. Yeah, I think this new generation has a low tolerance for any type yeah. of relationship. If you look at the post and the memes, I'm going to cut you off. You over. You know, yeah. don't waste my time. I'm, I deserve this. I deserve yeah. that. Nobody wants to put up with anything. Yeah. And we all feel like we deserve everything. But I think it's, a, in a way, good that people think like that because sure. life is short. You know, like, when you think about... I met people... They are married since 60 years mm-hmm. and they were, for instance, like gay and they never but could live that life. They are mm-hmm. like now 60, 70 and right. you never really did whatever you are like wanted to do because right. the culture doesn't allow it. Right. And the same is like with your relationship. Like you put up with a person that doesn't make you completely happy. Yeah. With so many years, because the culture says that's how it works, but right. it's not. Right. Speaking of culture, I mean, how would you compare the culture here where you are now versus in Switzerland with regard to doing comedy and doing something like this and doing what you do? Is that something that's you see a lot of in Switzerland? How's the comedy no. scene out there? Is there a laugh at the dark type energy you can find out there, there in Switzerland? Or there's what? nowhere to laugh <laughs> after dark. <laughs> there's just once. Wow. No, I think in uh, Switzerland is more like. Um, you learn your in Switzerland. We don't have a, a not everybody goes to college. Mm-hmm. So when you're 15 or 16, you find out which job you want to do, mm-hmm. and then you apply for a company. That company pays your education. You mm-hmm. work four days for them. One day you go to school. So like 90% of the people learn a profession like with 16 starting. So just wow. 10% goes to college. So that's, I think, the biggest difference. But when you would say in Switzerland, hey, I want to be, when I said I want to be bodybuilder, people said I'm dumb. Like they made, my parents never took me serious, nobody. They thought I'm a, I go to the gym for no reason, wow. even when I made a lot of money with it. Wow. But what, now because what, there no. is no, there is no, in that culture is like you have a job or not, you know. Right. When you would say I want to be comedian, people would laugh. I said, why do you want to do that? Sure. 
So to double back, I mean, what even inspired you to get into bodybuilding? Even before you started doing professional bodybuilding, what were you doing before then? And then what made you say, you know what, I'm going to start lifting. This yeah. feels good. Or was it wasn't in the I, family I, or what? I was a chubby child. Like, oh. I was still like 20, really fat. Okay. And At I, 20 years old? Yeah. Wow. I think because that affect my childhood, like, I never could have had, I never had dates back in the, when what? I was younger. Like, people were, like, making fun of me because I was fat. Yeah, yeah. And at some point, like I said, like it's enough, you know. I just right. want to enjoy life, and I think I wanted muscles that girls accept me more. That was the it's a wrong reason to yeah, train. Yeah, it was a revenge. When, you was in the gym. Yeah. All right, you bitches finna get yeah <laughs> right here. I'm gonna whoop everybody ass. You just was in there on a mission. Yeah, God, I, I was watching Rocky and yeah, all that. yeah, 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 going in the forest, running for hours. <laughs> yeah. Like I show you guys, right? Eating, eating eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you stuck with just working out, and then you said, you know what, I could probably bodybuild now that I've yeah. been pushing this. Did you have friends that were bodybuilding around you? Or? Yeah, yeah, that's like how it happens, you know. I worked at some point in a nightlife, and I was getting to, in that nightlife like too, in, too much drinking and mm, drugs. Like a promoter or like a bouncer? Yeah, like I was, doing, uh, I was doing events for clubs, and I had okay. a DJ agency okay. for you had all the hoes in Switzerland. Yeah. I had you. Okay, yeah. you pull it up, put it on your list. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did everything in my life. Before I started, uh, with 14, 15, I was a professional gamer. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, have, uh, I still uh, have my equipment at home and I still play. Wow. Yeah. Like Call of Duty? No, or Contest Strike. I was, a prof I was sponsored by EA. What? Yeah, I was a professional gamer. When I, that's why I was fat, probably. Why? There it is. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Wow. Well, there's a lot of, you know, yeah. especially young vis uh, viewers that would think that's the dream in itself. Yeah. Professional gamer. Oh, yeah. I mean, you were like, that's not enough. It doesn't no, feel... No, <laughs> I think I stopped because of, uh, like I said, in our culture... It's not a law to just pursue something where you don't know where right. the outcome is, you know? Right. My parents come from a village in Turkey. They don't know you can make money with gaming. Right. So they sabotage me. So they, they hide my keyboard, what? my uh, cables, so that I just don't play anymore, what? you know? And uh, then at some point, my brother took me to the clubs. And I was like, damn, man, I need to get in shape. I didn't want a girl. And <laughs> yeah. then I stopped, and then I stopped uh, gaming. Wow. Yeah, I, I did a lot of things in my life. So. Now, I heard from a little birdie that you also turned into a reality show. You had your own show in yeah, Switzerland. Yeah. So how did you go from bodybuilder working out? Because you got your swag. You're feeling good now. So you start promoting the club. Yeah, what's up, ladies? You know, yeah, you remember me. Yeah, you did, back then, you didn't want me. Yeah. Now I'm strong. You all on me. I oh, remember yeah. you had your blow. Oh, yeah. And then, how did, this, how, did this, how did this show come about? Because now you're branching over into entertainment. Yeah. So you, obviously, your confidence is good. So what is this show? And how did you kind of... Yeah, I was national champion in, uh, in, uh, fit, in uh, fit. Like, I was the best looking guy in Switzerland. Oh, in, snap. In uh, two years in a row. So imagine I... From a fat gamer, I yeah. was in two years in a row the best in the whole country Damn. in fitness. So that's how I came into that. And they asked me, and I had a friend who has good connections, so they filmed my life mm. back in. They feel, they actually brought me to America. That's the funny part. Wow! So they filmed a whole season how I came to America, how I applied for jobs, and yeah. Wow. They so came, they they captured the whole process. Yeah, of they captured the whole in. process how I came to America. Gotcha. Now, what led to you even coming here? Because obviously, it sounds like sounds like you was the man in Switzerland. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you I got know. the ladies. You're strong. You got the club connection still. What made you say I want to leave this? Because you're the man in Switzerland, but you come here, you just some strong dude at Whole Foods. That's yeah. you know you can't see over. Look, I'm trying to get the cereal, man. Would you move out the way? More Walmart. More yeah, yeah more I Walmart. Eat way too much food. <laughs> 
I eat way too much food to buy my whole food. Yeah, foods. yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a credit to buy right, whole right, foods. Right. You gotta get some more shows, <laughs> more gigs. <laughs> so what, what what is it that made you decide to come the to opportunities? To like people, I think Americans don't uh, appreciate America because they don't know how much opportunities they have in America. Mm. Like here, when you're a bodybuilder, people look at you as motivation. Right. Back in Switzerland, they just saw, oh, that's a stupid pumper. They, he goes to the gym. And here, when I came to America, it was like, blew my mind, you know? Right. I came 2016, ju just compete at the Arnold Classic in Ohio. What's Ar Arnold Classic? What's that? Uh, that's uh, the second biggest show in the world in wow. the fitness industry. Nice. Yeah, and uh, then... I saw America and I, was, I fell in love. It's, yeah. and then I, I mean, I fell in love already 2011. That's the other funny story. I came in 2011 to Las Vegas with my best friend. Wow. And just just I, a trip to come. Yeah. Okay. And uh, this tattoo on my chest is, by the way, from I did it when I came to Vegas. And the funny part is I came here and I was so fascinated with Vegas. I told my friend, one day I want to perform on the strip. What? That was 2011. Wow. And we were staying at the Planet Hollywood. Like, this is so crazy. Imagine. Right. I, we stayed at, and I said, one day I'm going to perform. And imagine now, 2010 years later. Were you doing comedy in 2011 when you said that? No. So uh, you just said I, you wanted to I, perform. I, yeah, I just, wow. I, I probably thought I'm going to be cheap on this or right, something. Right, right. <laughs> you can do that part time yeah, out here, okay? Yeah. I know some people. You let me know. All right. <laughs> if you go, if you come watch. Nah, <laughs> no, I want to cut. I'll connect you. <laughs> and then uh, imagine then 10 years later, exact yeah. 10 years, wow. 221, wow. I started performing at the Planet Hollywood. Wow. And now wow. I'm nightly at the Planet Hollywood. Wow. Let's go, Colin. It's crazy. Wow. 10 years later. Did you cry the first time you were in there? You were like, I was here. Yeah, it's Colin. insane. Like first time I walked, performed at the Planet Hollywood, I said to my wife, I said, 10 years before I stayed here. Wow. And I, I said, I told I want to perform in Vegas. And 10 years later. Wow. You manifested it. Oh, yeah. It's know. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. The power of kind of speaking out what you yeah. want and you're able to gravitate. That but that's stuff. in America. That's why I came to America. The opportunities are big, you know. Mm -hmm. Nobody's judging you when you have a dream and work for it. Yeah. Back in Switzerland, it's more like you do, you do education, you get a job, you get a family, you feed your family, and there's nothing else. Right. You just had it's like a cycle you need to do. Yeah. That people oh he has a family, has kids, he has a job. Right. Here nobody cares. Just as long as you're happy, they're happy for you. Right. Well, and when you work awesome. hard, people appreciate it here. Right. So now that you're here, and you know, I saw you're at Planet Hollywood. What you said a, a couple nights a week, right? Yeah. Well, and uh, I saw you with Polly Shore not long oh, ago. Yeah. So you met some good people and had oh, some good insane. relationships. How did that even come about with Polly Shore? He's a, he's a legend. He's been you know yeah, in the game for so long. He, he saw me at the open mic once, and then he trains in the same gym like I do. Uh, and he was making fun, and then he said, <laughs> uh, "Send me a, a tape of me." And then I sent him a tape, and he said, "You want to host for me?" So that's how it, it's crazy. Like wow. the dots, like yeah. it's insane. One thing leading to another. Yeah. Wow. wow. So let me ask you this. So you came to America, you start killing it. You're doing comedy, you're on tour. You got these connections that are developing. Have you since then been back to Switzerland? No. And kind of, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I was wondering what that next trip was going to be like now that you came out here, you made a name for yourself. Yeah. Because everybody that kind of doubted you, and it's kind of similar even here in America when you leave your small town and go to a new place that you don't know anyone, probably not to the same magnitude as Switzerland to America, mm -hmm. but still a lot of small, I mean, I'm from a small town in Louisiana. So to come to you know, New York and LA and California, it's, you know, it's a little unorthodox too. 
uh, and you don't know how you're going to be embraced, but you also are inspiring the people back home uh-huh. uh, because there's not a lot of people who have done what, what you do. Was there anybody that kind of inspired you throughout your childhood or was a lot of this just yeah. kind of self-taught, self-learned and self-motivated? No, I think it was more like I just wanted to go out of Switzerland being like on myself and grow up and just do my thing, you know? Yeah. Because like I said, back in Switzerland, my family like didn't saw my job as a job, you know? Yeah. They just thought I'm stupid that I go work out every day. And uh, even when I have back in the days, like six or seven sponsors, like I, wow. I had sponsors for everything, meat, clothes, supplements, haircut. Wow. But uh, I like when people write me from back in you from Europe and say how big, like they they see me as a motivation now because mm-hmm. now they want to do the same you know they I always want to go to America they didn't do it you know don't wait right that's awesome man that's awesome so now what's 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 the next thing for you man you just do you continue want to continue stand up have you considered doing some acting now and kind of branching out from anything else or are you just focused on comedy and would like to kind of stay uh, no I, I I my vision is. I'm always honest to myself. I know I'm not going to be the funniest comedian, mm-hmm. but I want to be a, I want to be a brand like Fluffy. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah. be that Conan is a brand. <laughs> right. That I'm going to be in movies, in shows, and still do comedy. Sure. But just com- comedy is just going to be one of the parts that I want to do. Right. So it's all going to come together all together that's dope man that's dope yeah. man now, this industry can pull you in so many different directions yeah. sometimes even while you're doing great things you still can feel down or feel depressed or have a little anxiety a lot of comedians are dealing with so many things how do you balance your time outside of comedy and I know you've got a beautiful lady in your life that helps keep the balance and keep you motivated what, what is what is Conan doing when he's not on stage I mean, let's be honest, everybody has is depressed uh, some days, you know, like yeah. even when you're meant to be, it's sometimes hard, you know, especially as comic, you have those highs and then those lows yeah. and then highs. I just try to like uh, focus on the positive things in, in life, you know, right. uh, what I have instead of what I don't have. Yeah. Because I am a person, because I'm so... Uh, I, I'm so focused of what I want sometimes because I'm far away I get like angry mm. and depressed you know like I want to be there why I'm not right. there you know right, right. and I just need to sometimes remind myself I'm so far already Yeah, I should appreciate where I am you know, who can say that in two years yeah, what I'm doing you know that's what I'm saying so yeah. that's the I think you should just concentrate what you have right. and so, when you're at that point that you're not happy with everything you have, then you just need to change your life. Like mm-hmm. I did. Like I, bodybuilding was just depressing me. Like wow. I was like, uh, to be honest, some of the days you just didn't want to even live because there's nothing fulfilling in my life back then. Mm. So I said, I need to change my life. And that's why I choose comedy. And I'm way happier, obviously. Nice, nice, nice. That's dope, man. Well, you said you mentioned highs and lows. Uh, what would you say a low point for you has been? And have you ever taken an L on stage or has somebody given you shit or clowned you so <laughs> much? Because you go into a lot of different rooms in comedy, so we hit some lows in what yeah, we do, yeah. man. Have you uh, run into any roadblocks along the way or I, the, <laughs> I, else? The good thing is I, be, I don't get heckled often. Because my I see why yeah. I wouldn't heckle your ass. <laughs> Pay forty dollars to get my ass whooped after the show. Sit your big ass. Oh, he's strong. <laughs> and then somebody hackers. I just make a joke like, "Hey, I'm gonna see you outside while we do pictures." You yeah, know, like I right. make. I mean, every then here I'm bomb too. I mean, it's not a. 
Not uh, that I'd always do good. That's what I mean with highs and lows, you know? Like you do an event like Love After Dark and you're yeah. in a high, yeah. you feel great. The next day you go in a room and you just have 10 people in it and you try your best and it doesn't work, then you just need to learn to deal with it when right. I'm honest. Right. I think there, that's why I'm really happy of Edwin who gives me, Edwin San Juan is the headliner who leaves me feature for him. Okay. I'm happy that he gives me the opportunity when... When I started by him, I was getting like, I took it personal when the crowd wasn't that good. And now I just know it's part of the job. Like I'm not going home and be depressed. I just come next day and make it better right? or give my best. Nice. Nice, man. That's good, man. You taking care of yourself and shit. Eating good, yeah. man. What, what kind of diet are you on? I mean, what did you eat for breakfast, man? Let's just start there. Very random. What you eat? Two chickens. Damn, one, <laughs> two, this rah, rah. Yeah, yeah. Rah, just rah, killed them. <laughs> Damn, all right. I don't want to be that strong yeah. there, man. My mom always says I should donate and open a, a chicken farm. I ate so many chickens in my life. I should give something back to right, nature. Right, right, right. One right. day I'm going to build a chicken farm. Damn, damn, damn. Conan's chicken farm. So so now do you think the America's where you want to stay for good? This is where you want to live? Yeah. This is where you want to tire? Yeah, and that's... Vegas is good to you? or? Yeah, I love Vegas, man. It's yeah. uh, When I'm honest, uh, Florida was a little bit rough to me because... Because the comics saw me how fast I get stuff, they got sometimes jealous. Yeah, that but I get it, again. you know. You learn what hating is yeah. yet since you've been here? Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, <laughs> because they saw where, where I started, they didn't give me the opportunities that I deserved. Mm. When I moved to Vegas, it's more like people see how good I am and they give me opportunities. Yeah. You know, they don't go with, uh, oh, he was doing that just a year or two, you know. They just look at me as the product, right. okay, it's funny, so I'm putting him on. Right. So uh, it was the best decision to move to Vegas. It's From day one, it's amazing. Like, Nice. Very good, man. Well, dope, man. So in addition to uh, doing comedy right now, is there anything else you got that's in the plans or in the works, or are you just going continue, to continue to ride this, ride this train now? Yeah, I mean, I have a podcast that I'm running, Protein oh. and Podcast. I saw that. Uh, yeah, you just had line. Chris on there too yeah. not long ago. Uh, but I'm... Uh, Decided this week on a new show, what I'm very excited. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a, a show about, I, I go with comics to the gym. And through the sets, I'm going to do like a podcast, like ask and talk. Yeah. And I'm going to kill them, obviously, in the gym. Oh, like I'm going to train them, you know. Oh, shit. That's uh, good. And Let then, me know. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to be on it. <laughs> yeah. And then on the floor. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. That's going to give me a free little training session. Oh, yeah. I'll probably regret afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna regret it already during it. So. Very dope. Very dope. Yeah, back yeah. in the days, like I, I coached a lot of professionals, and they, I, they made always a meme. They said, "If he dies, he dies." Yeah. Because I sound like Russian a little bit, and they, I, the, the show's name gonna be something like that. Like, if he dies, he dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna also talk about how they bombed on stage, and then I'm gonna kill them in the gym. You know, yeah. it's a good combination. Yeah. You gotta do something after you take an L. That's a good way to release a little bit of yeah. stress as well. So I think it's a healthy way to kind of. Yeah, and I think uh, to do something that doesn't exist is better than. Like, I tried to set up again the, the podcast, but there's so many podcasts and it's right. really hard. I tried to just find something that doesn't exist. Right. Okay. And I think this is a way I can train people. I can also like teach a little bit the comics, the healthy way, the aspect of the life, you know? Right. I want to help comics get fit, take care of themselves and not just eat shit and yeah. drink all day, you know? Yeah. Like that they also learn like 
Luke, when you don't take care of yourself, you're going to die and you're not going to enjoy your career. Mm-hmm. So That's dope. Yeah, that's, and that dude, that shows a lot of discipline. Because yeah. coming from Switzerland, you came out here, <laughs> we got fried chicken sandwiches. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a lot oh. of food out here. Steaks. And this, it's, it's a lot of good I shit. I love food. That's the problem. What's your favorite like cheap food? Like if you just, you know, when you want to have a cheat day, where, where do you go to go find some shit? Sushi and ice cream. Sushi and ice cream. Uh, yeah. Nice. I, ice cream, I have a, most people even don't know. But I have a Ben and Jerry's collections at home. Oh what? I'm, ben and Jerry's? Yeah, oh, I'm uh, I'm collecting uh, <laughs> the pines. Yeah, I have almost eighty different pines. Like what? I'm collecting it since years. So these are empty pines. Now. Yeah, yeah. But you just keeping the most of the pines doesn't even exist anymore. So they're wow. like unique. Wow. And I have even uh, on my calf a tattoo, a Ben and Jerry's tattoo. What? Prove it. You can't even get the damn no, jeans up and them yeah, skinny jeans so right tight, there. Yeah. Get some scissors. Can we get yeah. some scissors so we can cut his jeans up so we can show us this tattoo? It's a Popeye who's, who has, a, 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 instead of a spinach, he has a Ben and Jerry's in his hands. Damn. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. So bro, man, this is, this, I, I'm, I'm proud to hear it, man, because I know a lot of people in the in the health industry can go to things that aren't so healthy to sustain and to get where they want to be while mm-hmm. using, you know, uh, you know, uh, drugs or using uh, supplements that they mm-hmm. shouldn't be using. So the fact that you're just cheating with Ben and Jerry's oh, and yeah. trying to encourage things that, that the healthy way, man, I think that's a that's a, the, the road to a quality balance of life. Oh, now yeah. you got comedy, you know, weights, Ben and Jerry's. You know, you got your girl, man. You got it yeah. all. You know, you covered up already. So recognizing what you already have in the bag is, is dope. Yeah, and I think it's also, I, I think it's a good thing that I have this side because sometimes I want to drink, yeah. but then I say, look, I need to keep it on a minimum, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mostly drink once or twice a month, then I really drink right. till I can't. Yeah. Mostly once a month, I say, look, I drink so much I want. Yeah. <laughs> but then that's a good balance. Next day, I wake up and still go to the gym and get my life back to regular, you know? Right. And I think that's what comics need to learn. You know, you just can't only do partying. Right. You can't just drink every day and don't care. Right. You know, you need to give your body something back. There you go. See that comics? Pay attention. He's, yeah. he's, he's already putting some, some good stuff out there because this industry can drain you. It can strain you. Oh, yeah. A lot of comics are drinking every night they're performing and mm-hmm. then when they get home and then socially so you definitely got to be mindful of, of those kind of things man and, yeah it's and uh, taking care of yourself i mean the new the comics right now like the there's all the famous comics they started now that wave you know mm-hmm. like uh, joe rogan tom segura even mm-hmm. bird crash they do start doing fitness you know like because it's good for your brain too you know when you go train you have all those hormones released you're happy you go up you're fit Right. It's a different way you go on stage. Right, 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 for sure. Instead of just like halfway drunk already before you go on stage. That's Right. That's uh I also never drink before I go on stage. Nice. Yeah. Well yeah, you're one of the few comedians that could yeah. just go out here and kill it kill us over because a lot of a lot of comics, you know, we get so used to kinda of having that yeah. you little little bit, you know. I think everything is good within balance and within yeah. moderation. Uh but yeah, some some can definitely take that too far, man. So so good information there. Now I wanna double back to all of the stages that you've hit in a short amount of time, uh, how would you compare these comedy clubs and these bars that you've performed at to your Laugh After Dark experience here in Vegas, man? So uh, you got an opportunity that a lot of comedians have been begging to, to get yes. on. Uh, so our, my DMs are full, the pages, everybody's always hitting us up, submissions are they not even, even open right even now. They're even bothering me now, you know? I, <laughs> I just have never did the podcast with, right. with Rob and Kels, and now people ask me, Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to send it to you. Right. So how 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 is that experience coming on to laugh after dark and hitting our stage 
compared to some of the other shows and the other, you know, uh, comedy um, books I mean, I, I heard from a lot of comics who say Laugh Off the Dog is not easy, mm. but for me, it's just like, I love it, you know? Yeah. I love the vibe. I love it's a, it's every, it's completely different, you yeah, know. Yeah. It's like uh, you have a big stage, you have a jazz band. It's just fun, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the biggest difference. Normally, when you go to a comedy club, it's just it is just made for comedy. Yeah. Uh, it makes your life easier, maybe, but it's not the same feeling, you know. Right. Here you have like I love also that it's mixed with tourists and locals. Yeah. So you just have some fun, you know. It's like every time. I go like I, first time I came with Stone Rob, and oh, I yeah, fell yeah, in yeah. love. And I was like, hey, man, <laughs> yeah. I need to go up here." Yeah. I was like so jealous. I, was, uh, yeah. I want to go on stage, and, yeah. and since then, like I, I think the organization is also so amazing. You know, like how they prepare everything, emails, and when you're there. Yeah. Like I, I went to comedy clubs. They tell me five minutes before I go up that I'm the next. You know, yeah. like nothing is organized. Yeah. So that's, I think, one of the biggest difference, you know, the organization and the stage is completely different. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, man, we, we love what we do, man. It's a blessing to, to be a part of some uh, a comedy group that's trying to do it right. Yeah, I mean, the, the host sometimes sucks, but I mean... All right, it's been good coming out today, man. Let me, uh, let me, get, let me get this dude some dumbbells. <laughs> no, nah, man, dope, man. Well, I'm glad I got a chance to kind of catch up with you, man. Uh, I do have a, a question before I let you go. Your favorite celebrity crush? In your dream car. My celebrity crush. <laughs> yeah. I don't know her. I don't know her name. Scar oh yeah, Scarlett. I was Scarlett Hanson. I was yeah, long time. I oh. that was a crush, long time. Oh, okay. But okay, I okay. think she's now too skinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And favorite car. I would say, I, I, I would say a Range Rover. Range Rover. Yeah. Nice. But not the new ones, like a little bit older ones. Okay, okay. You know, I worked for Range Rover for like five years. So, oh, so Rovers and Jerseys. So yeah, I can point you in the right direction. Yeah. Give you the package. Make sure you get a good deal and all of that. So I think you're on your way, man. You're on your way to getting that Range Rover uh, and getting everything else you want, man. So, um, you know, I'm glad that we got a chance to kind of chop it up, man. Please let the people know where they can catch you performing, where they can see you, where we can learn more about you. And obviously, I think your podcast that uh, you already kind of got going now, too. So my social media is Conan.the.comedian yeah. with K, both Ks, not with a C. And on my Instagram, you mostly see everything in my bio like all my YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and all my gigs, and nice. that's the easiest way. Yeah. Nice. TikToks, so you're doing the dances on the TikTok? Yeah, what are you yeah. doing? Are you doing? Yeah. TikTok <laughs> is another thing, man. Sometimes it hits, sometimes not. It makes me frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, hit you never know. Shit. The ones I think they are good, they always bomb. Yeah. And the, the ones I don't expect anything <laughs> go off. Like, yeah. It's insane. Like, all right, man. Well, this yeah. is how we're going to wrap shit up, man. But get over here. We're going to arm wrestle real quick. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. Let's do this real quick. All right, y'all. If I lose, uh, we're going to cut this part. One, two, three. Uh, Come on, son. Ah, uh, come on. Get uh, out of here, baby. Yeah. That's right, baby. You tuned in to another hot episode of Do Tell with Laugh After Dark. I've been your boy, Charlie Wilson TV, man. I got the hilarious, talented, strong as hell, Kona with me right now, man. So y'all keep up with what he got going on. And uh, I'll catch y'all on the next episode. Y'all have a good one. Did you like that? Come on, man. That was a good-ass episode, man. Look, you, I don't want you to miss out on the next one. Take a quick minute. Hit the subscribe button down below. That way you can get a notification. And you don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out.
I'm looking out for you. <laughs> I'll see you guys on the next episode.